I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all, thanks for listening in again. Uh, This week, as usual, is another testimony. And uh, this week, I have Lauren McKeg on the show. On the show. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) So, me and Lauren have known each other for as long, I feel, as I've been at the church. So, I've been at the church for 13 years Uh this past summer. And you were practically born there not quite but we moved there when i was eight okay so how long have you been at oakland heights 19 years yeah i'm 27 so yeah so me and lauren have known each other for a while i think i was in my late 20s (gasps) weird oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh look how old because it was like you were my age when we met is that right that sounds right right yeah, I don't know. Because I'm 40. Yeah. Every time I try to Thir- do... Then 13 years ago. Oh, my yeah, gosh. That's that surprising. is crazy. So every time I try to do math, especially on the podcast, it comes out wrong. But I think that's no, right. No, it is. So you're my age. You are my... You are my... You are, I'm how old me. you were when you <laughs> came to Oakland Heights. I can't talk about that. When I met you, you were this old. This is so crazy. Okay, so yes, I was 27. You're 27. Yeah. And I met you... How old were you 13 years ago? Please do the math. 14? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was 14. You are 14. 13 years ago. You are, you are one, you, what is wrong with me trying to talk about <laughs> the past? You were one year older than what Jedi is now, because he's 13. Oh my gosh. So Life weird. Is, oh gosh. Time. So okay, now that I just had a mental breakdown. <laughs> so I met you in my late 20s, 27, mm-hmm. and you were in high school. And then, right? 14? Uh, yeah, I would have been going into high school. Yeah, because okay. I have a summer birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh. So mm-hmm. then, um, I think a couple of years later, I started being being kind of what I guess normal people would call like a Sunday school teacher. Mm-hmm. But yeah, care, I think we called them leader. care groups. Yeah, yeah, we called them care groups then. So but yeah, you were the... When you were in 11th and 12th grade, right? I don't know which Who knows? grades, it was but probably. It was in high school ago. time. It was in high school time, and I think Stacy was my small group was Stacey Miss I know she was in middle school I don't know she might have been my care group leader for a little bit in high school yeah before you were I'm not sure I honestly think she was because when they went to start connect church then I came uh, in to take yeah. her place yeah so man a hundred years ago so I've I've got to spend more time with you when you were in high school mm-hmm. um and get to know you and you've always been like a gym just a gym I just love it so Sweet. much um and wait Look, I'm like, we're 13 years apart. What's wrong with my brain right now? Oh, yeah, that's what that means. We're 13 <laughs> years apart. That, that's what makes everything else make sense. Um, but, you know, I've always loved you, too. You knew that. I, um, but You were even very welcoming. Before, yeah, sweet. before you were the care group leader, I was just like, it was I sweet. just love Nicole. I just love you. I just love you. So we got to know each other then, and that was a really sweet time, and then so it, I think it was different than discipleship. It was like mm-hmm. the youth discipleship, yeah. mentorship. Yeah, yeah. It was different. Uh, well, I'd say it was probably different in several ways. Right, for <laughs> Just sure. as far as the culture of discipleship, but also, um, yes, we there was youth discipleship at that time, um, whereas now it would be like mentorship. And That's right. um, when you graduate, you can do How old were you? adult discipleship. So I 
Okay. <laughs> I discipled, mentored you. You were the guinea pig for me. I'm so sorry. But the Lord still used it. Yeah. Because he's kind with his grace. Yeah. And I also learned a lot. And I think it's been really neat getting to um, just come to church with you and then see your growth and then see you like just the way that God has used you in so many ways that has like I'm learning tons from you. Oh my goodness! No, for real, for real. <laughs> well, praise it's, God. <laughs> it's been it's been really really neat how God does that. So that's been very cool. So that but that was sometime when you were in high school um, mm-hmm. that that happened, and then I don't I can't I don't know what happened after that, but uh, we still go to church together. That's true. Because <laughs> we don't, I don't, we don't really have the same areas. Mm-mm, no. Yeah. Uh, Not like we any- served, we served in Awana together uh, one year. We did. That was and just a good time. that's maybe the only time that we've like actively served together. It's like, I always see you and uh, you're always like a sweet encouragement to me and you're always same. inviting me to your house and, you. and here uh, you are. And here I am. <laughs> and so um, anyway, yeah, it's sweet. We haven't necessarily always been in the same where most of the time we haven't been in the same small group or even serving in the same area, but yeah. So it's been a really sweet time. So tell us about just your background, like who your family is, your childhood, that kind of stuff. So I was born into a Christian family. Um, my parents are believers and, um, they walk with the Lord. And, uh, even when I was born, my dad was a youth pastor, um, at Decatur Baptist. So I was born in Alabama and, um, was there until I was eight. And then when I was eight, we moved uh, here to Georgia, to Oakland Heights. And uh, my dad was the pastor here at Oakland Heights. So um, as far as my family and my background, uh, I've I've always just been at Decatur Baptist and then at <laughs> Oakland Heights. Um, and I used to live in Alabama and now I've mostly lived in Georgia. And uh, my parents are sweet, godly people and they're very... Uh, Something I would say about my relationship with my parents, they're very nurturing. Uh, oh, and so, um, anyway, I'm thankful for them and I'm thankful um, for how they raised us and yeah. uh, their walks with the Lord and how that affected our lives. And I think, um, yeah, I think sometimes that can be rare mm-hmm. when you have uh, parents who are pastors or parents the Mm. father (laughs) or missionaries whatever it may be that sometimes maybe the kids get lost in the shuffle Mm -hmm. and maybe their parents are too busy to really bring them up or Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they see two sides uh, to their parents and then it's not a whole picture of maybe who christ is and then you get burnt out about the church and the lord and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. praise god that it wasn't like that yeah definitely definitely that is something i know even like as i was getting older like into my teenage years and then uh even like when I was 20 or whatever uh sometimes other people would ask me um like what what was that like what did your what did your parents do right and it was like I don't know this is just my life right um and obviously like it's the Lord but uh I do think that my parents did a good job of not making there be additional pressure because they Mm. were in ministry right um it wasn't like you have to act different because of us. It was like we're gonna we're gonna all live this way because of the Lord. Yeah. Um, but anyway. not like a, a pony show where it's like right. you better act like this. You're representing us. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I think that's good. Yeah. Really and sweet. so obviously when we came to church, that's your dad was the pastor when we first came, mm-hmm. and I think that was good for us because we had been out of church for a very long time and. 
wasn't living right and were trying to figure out what that looked like, which sounds really dumb because you know what the Bible says about certain things. But sometimes when you're a baby and you're like, I don't mm-hmm. even, I need some guidance. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I know, I know. <laughs> how this, do I live though? <laughs> yeah. I know this life isn't for me and I know Jesus delivered me, but what does that look like? Like mm-hmm. how, do, how do I do this? And just being so dysfunctional and coming and meeting your dad, I think because he's not like a lot of people that you meet. Um, he has like a funny sense of humor. And mm-hmm. so it was really good to connect with somebody that you felt like you could connect to in, in different ways. So I was really thankful that he was welcoming and would answer all the questions. And then I got to meet um, your mom and um, I didn't talk to, I didn't talk to Drew too much because he's a teenage <laughs> boy. But uh, but just with you, it just was a really uh, great, I don't know, it was a sweet thing that the Lord did, like placed mm-hmm. your family in my life. So I'm really thankful oh, for that sweet. too. That's yeah. super sweet. Well, thanks for saying that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful God placed us together. <laughs> 13 years apart man that uh-huh. math that math was rough earlier okay. right so uh so now we know you know your childhood your background just you came from um a family who served in the ministry mm-hmm. all your life and so what age did you get saved at and what did that look like for you yeah um so when i was seven um i got saved uh and me too <laughs> i feel like always have to say that somebody's like i got saved. i'm like oh me too i, I, I heard that on someone else's testimony <laughs> um but yeah when i was seven i prayed with my mom in the car um and honestly as i got older i uh i had some weird feelings about it because i uh could remember that it was with my mom in the car and that um that I, that I wanted to get saved, but yeah. I couldn't remember the specifics of what was the lesson about or, or mm-hmm. did I mean it then or whatever. Um, and so it was kind of, uh, interesting, like just throughout my teenage years. Um, well, I mean, I guess just like the growing up time, not even just teenage years, yeah. but it was like, for the most part, most of the time I was confident in my salvation. I knew I could go back to a moment. Mm. Um, and, uh, it wasn't a moment that I felt like was influenced by other people or right. uh, was anything like that. It was like a genuine moment, but because I couldn't remember the details surrounding that, um, I would have occasions of doubt. Right. And so, um, so much of so much of the time, I was feeling confident, but then some of the time, it would be like. Well, what if I what if I didn't mean it? it? Real? Yeah, what if I didn't mean it, or what if I didn't do the right thing? Right. What if I didn't? Uh, and and salvation is simple. Like, believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. It is simple. Yeah. Um, and I always believed um, that that was the truth. That uh, that is how you get saved is um, to confess your sin and to ask Jesus to save you. Like I always believed that 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 was the way. Right. Uh, and I never thought that God couldn't save me or that, uh, or something like that. It was always, had I done the right thing? Mm-hmm. Had I... Did you do enough? Right. Did I do it right? Um, and so uh, there were a couple points um, that that I did something about that. Like some of the time it would just be like me by myself. Like if I didn't mean it, then I mean it now. Yeah. Um, just in case. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but... Even so, like even being um, in a godly home and in a great church that had discipleship and like valued growth and valued walking with God, right. uh, like genuinely, um, I 
wasn't. <laughs> so, you know, I would always have my things of like my times of conviction of like, I'm, I'm going to start walking with God. I'm going to do it this time. Yeah. I'm for real. Um, and then would fall off the wagon and whatever. So uh, really until I was uh, like, mm, when I turned 19 is when I really started walking with God. Mm-hmm. And so until then um, it was just kind of that like I loved go I loved church uh and I would I would say I loved God uh and I even thought like I love to do right Right. (laughs) um but I wasn't like walking with God like him being a real person an intimate relationship right 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 um and so when I was 18 um I there had been like some talk about like there was like some end times like talk right like they I don't know if it was a lesson or what it was um and I was like I mean you know it was just the same thing came came again it's like what if I didn't mean it it's like of all these times what if you did are you serious um but uh anyway so when I was 18 I like nailed it down of like I'm not looking back past this point um I'm gonna be secure in my decision I know I'm making a decision we, with we my have heart. we have to be done yeah, for sure. um and so anyway it, that's something I do like to share in my testimony because I feel like especially um if you make a decision as a kid I don't know some people have a great memory and that's awesome and praise the lord right uh but for me like I I don't remember mm-hmm. uh what I was thinking or the conviction that I felt it's just like I just know that I made a decision right um and looking back on it I feel like I do feel confident that I got saved when I was seven but I struggled with doubt throughout that time uh, because I was never growing in my relationship Mm -hmm. so it's like well yeah that makes sense that you're confused about your relationship with God because y'all don't walk together right (laughs) uh you're you're having these touches uh through other people, like, you know, you're hearing the word being taught, you're occasionally reading, you're having these things, but it's not enough to sustain you. Mm -hmm. Um, And not to say, like, you can't lose your salvation, but just in the practicalities of having confidence in that. Right. So um, when I was, anyway, all that to say, when I was 18, I wanted to put a stake in the ground of like, we are not going back. And in doing so, um, I was also like, I have to, I have to start growing now. Like I have to, uh, truly have security in this. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, uh, that's kind of like my salvation testimony is just that I was saved when I was seven. And then I have, would have touches of doubt until I really decided to walk with the Lord. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great that you, like, because, I, I mean, I think that's true with everybody. I, I don't know. I think rarely <laughs> does somebody get saved when they're a little kid and then kind of have that maturity, obviously, to have that pursuit and an intimate walk with the Lord from when they're seven up. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. usually at some point, especially in your teenage years, it would seem, I'm not saying this is biblical necessarily, but it would seem that it's something that, you really have to wrestle with to make it your own. Mm-hmm. It's like you, I don't know. Gosh, like you, like I got saved when I was seven, mm. but, and I, and I love God and I believe mm-hmm. in him and all this kind of stuff, but actually having that pursuit of that intimate relationship with the mm-hmm. Lord, it was not something that I wrestled with really until I was a teenager and was like, this is the path I want to go on. Mm-hmm. Like this is something I have to wrestle with and, and make it my own as far as like my, 
pursuit of the Mm -hmm. relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing is the pursuit because, uh, it was like I was going to church all that time. I was going right. to care group. Uh, we met, you know, you yeah. know, like all these things where I love God. I love to learn more about God. I love to be with God. I love to sing to Him. It's all good. Right. I'm not choosing to spend time with Him outside. Out, of, uh, yeah, in my personal sure. time. Yeah. Um, but like the complete, like I'm choosing to surrender yeah, my life, like right. through and through, twenty four seven. Not just. Part I need of to this talk. I, yeah, we need to have this daily. Yeah. Uh, we need to grow in this um, together, and so yeah, really, that was um, when I was nineteen. I was like, uh, mm. we have to. <laughs> things have to be different. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need we need to be doing this every Getting day. This ball in motion. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Anyway, that's when I really started like having a, a personal time with the Lord every day. Um, and I'm sure it was a slower start to begin, but I think uh, because it wasn't it wasn't like a slow initiation, it wasn't like, I think I kinda wanna start doing this thing, right. maybe. It was like things have to be different. Yeah. Um that that really helped me in my discipline and diligence. <laughs> right. Because you were like, You're serious, you're grabbing the bull by the horns, this is what we're doing. We're not going to sit on it anymore or halfway do it. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. I think that's great. All right. So you caught us up to 19. What happened next after that? So uh, as I started walking with the Lord, um, and I will just say like for anyone who's like, oh, maybe I want to start walking with the Lord, uh, that it's not like instantly like, oh, we're having these wonderful, amazing times in the word and everything is just uh, right. spe- God speaking directly to me and it's perfect. It's like some of it, some of it is, um, just the choosing to do the right thing. Yeah, dying <laughs> uh, to your flesh every day still. Right, right. I'm going to get in, I'm going to get in my Bible cause that's God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to trust that he can speak to me and that he wants to. But, uh, as I did, uh, start walking with the Lord, um, he did speak to me and show me things. Um, and some of it was just like general things that need to change in my life, uh, to be walking with God. And, uh, so anyway, that was good. God gave me some, some direction and clarity. And then I had the opportunity also while I was 19, uh, to go to Kenya and so me and Hannah uh, went to Kenya, and uh, we were there for six weeks with uh, Phyllis and Randy Starwalt. And it was really sweet and special. Um, we, my family came with us when we went, uh, so that was just, like, neat. Um, yeah. And we did, you know, the, we went on safari because you're in Africa. Right. Um, but then, uh, so we were with the Starwalts, me and Hannah, actually, for about five weeks. But... Uh, it was just a really sweet and special time. It was a sweet trip, and uh, it was, um, you know, like in the as far as the process of spiritual growth, mm. uh, that like enlightenment time where it's just like God's speaking to you and God's answering your prayers, and you're just having this sweetness with the Lord yeah. uh, that hasn't that hasn't been. Yeah. Um, and so that was I can so see that in that time. Um, it was just like a, such a sweet time with the Lord of. Um, it was, I mean, it's also hard. It's hard as you start working, walking with God and mm-hmm. there are things that he wants you to do and you're like, I don't know. Right. Um, but it was just so sweet um, to to walk, be walking with the Lord and for him to be answering my prayers and be speaking to me through his word. And uh, and Kenya was just like a part of that time. Yeah. Um, and so I really enjoyed 
really enjoyed that. And uh, so that was when I was 19. And then from there, really, uh, I mean, we can walk year by year, <laughs> uh, but it's just like that sweetness continued with the Lord. Um, and obviously, since then, my goodness, eight years, uh, it's like, oh gosh, uh, yeah. I know it's it's crazy and it's really sweet um, to have walked with the Lord uh, all that time. And there are different things in different seasons, um, things that, you know, he teaches me and grows me in and uh, just the process of growth through, you know, through my relationship with him and being in the word and uh, through ministry and just opportunities. Um, I feel really thankful that uh, I think especially like in those times, I'm like, uh, I was given opportunities and it was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I still feel that way. Yeah. You know, um, there are opportunities and it's like, oh, man, like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just like God's grace to right. us that we don't. We don't deserve any of it, Um, but it's really sweet. So, I mean, really to talk about then to now, it's like, I mean, we'd have to have, you know, a year by year (laughs) breakdown, but basically just, yeah, walking with the Lord, serving in ministry. um, It's been really good. I'm really thankful. Yeah. It's like you're waiting in the Lord, but you're still being obedient and working where he's placed you now and doing all these, these things um, in your daily, daily walk, I think. I think it's great. I have seen you, obviously, since you're a wee little lattice. Mm. And lattice. Um, <laughs> and so just being able to see your growth and your maturity and all these things that you have, like I said earlier, um, how God has, has used you. And then seeing you in leadership roles at the church and knowing that we are human and all inadequate and all these things, mm-hmm. um, but that your obedience and your love for the Lord. It's been really cool to see. So I just love you so much. I love you so much. (laughs) I'm really, I'm thankful for you and I'm thankful for your investment in me. And, um, just, I think generally at our church, uh, and in life, you know, there's just a lot of believers who, uh, have invested in me and I'm thankful for that. Well, I love you. I already said that. (laughs) I love you too. (laughs) I also said that. I already said that. So, all right. So, I don't know, last week, the week before, um, our church planned a evangelism trip to Portland and you went on that trip and I haven't heard about it yet. So let me know. Tell me, tell me about it. Yeah. So, uh, that was again, one of, one of the things <laughs> that, um, I, I just feel like I feel very like humbled and honored and, uh, just like God's grace, like, uh, that I was invited to go. Um, and so I'm thankful, uh, for the opportunity uh, to go on the trip and it was good. Um, it was, yeah, just evangelism. So we're just, um, sharing the gospel with people. Mm. Um, and just wherever, uh, we went to a a couple parks, um, and then just like walking the sidewalks, um, as people are on their lunch break or, uh, heading home from work or whatever, uh, just when more people were out and about. Um, and, really the heart of the trip was just to talk to people who were interested. We didn't want to argue with anybody, Mm -hmm. uh, or anything like that, but just to see who is interested and to share the gospel and hopefully to see people come to know Christ. Right. So is our, mm, this sounds really redneck. Are the people up there a lot different than the people down here when you're talking to them about the Lord? Because I know we live in the Bible Belt. It seems like everybody knows about church and Jesus and all this stuff down here. And sometimes people are receptive to talk and sometimes they're not. How different is it up there? Um, people, people, I was surprised um, at how many people were willing to talk. Like people were willing to chat. Um, 
because usually, uh, like even if we had like a question about the area, people were happy to talk about the area. Um, not as many people <laughs> happy to talk about um, like spiritual things. Right. Um, and that would probably be the same down here. Like if I talked to somebody about something related to Georgia, right? Field, then they would probably like, oh yeah, blah blah blah. But if we start getting personal, right? I think it, yeah, that's probably true anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So people were very friendly, um, and uh, but also there was a lot of rejection, um, which also like I can understand just in that like I'm walking home from work, uh, and you want to talk to me about my spiritual life. No thanks. Right. Uh, but anyway, there. So yeah, people are different. Uh, I think also something that was interesting just in some of the conversations that um, I was part of was uh people acknowledging their sin right whereas here a lot of times i think um in the south we feel like we're good yeah uh like we have better manners (laughs) right right i'm i'm actually a really good person right um and not that they would say i'm a bad person but they could um acknowledge yes i've done things that are wrong right whereas sometimes here i think acknowledging oh yes i have done things that are wrong that is sin Mm -hmm. god does say that Right. That separates me from him. Right. Um, so that was something different. So that's pretty cool. And y'all went in pairs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we did. Um, it was It was never like I was alone. <laughs> right. I was just alone in the streets. And she was abducted. Um, but yeah, we were in pairs. And so that was good. Um, it was, uh, I was really thankful because it's nice to to have somebody else for support and for, you know, for to different. To bounce back off. Right. To yeah. bounce off of and um, for them to jump in and uh, and also just to hear and learn from other people, I mm. think is really valuable uh, just to hear how other people share the gospel and the yeah. things that they say. And yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, did you have any takeaways from that trip as far as like between you and the Lord? Yeah. So I'll just share uh, this little story and takeaway. So, uh, like I said, we were, um, sharing the gospel. And, uh, so we had some different places that we did and, um, we were just talking to people. Uh, it was just stopping people on the sidewalk. So, um, on one of the days, uh, we were just walking up and down a street and, um, and we it would just be like, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. And then go from there. Uh, and so sometimes people would say yes, and then they would say no. <laughs> or sometimes people just... Depends on the question. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and Which is fair. Um, or some of the time people would just say no initially, like they didn't want to. Um, but like you said, we were in pairs. And so uh, if we came across a male, then the guy would talk to them. If it was a lady, then... I would talk to them. Um, and so anyway, this particular day, um, there were just, a lot more rejections, like a lot more ladies not wanting to talk, mm-hmm. uh, either like they would just say no initially to the, can I ask you a question? Or this had happened some, like I had my Bible like under my arm. Uh, <laughs> and so they would like look at my Bible and be like, no thanks. <laughs> uh, and then, um, uh, there were also some conversations that got started, that then turned into rejection. And mm-hmm. um, and some of it was like more abrasive than it had been, at least than it had felt the days prior. And I think then it had, truly than it had been, like some of the interactions were just more uh, direct or even like a little harsh. Right. Uh, and so it was like, 
this I'm not feeling good. good about this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so anyway, I was feeling a little discouraged personally. Um, and it was kind of, it's kind of a weird thing to reconcile because it's like, uh, there was like this undercurrent <laughs> of like, I'm feeling kind of discouraged and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also like, this is just like for the day really, uh, it's like, I'm there's this undercurrent, like discouraged. I'm feeling kind of down, but then at the same time, like there are good things and like there are things to rejoice in. So it's like, right. I'm feeling good. Also feel weird. I'm on a roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, Anyway, yeah, it's just a weird thing of like, uh, I was, I was feeling discouraged, but also, um, uh, that day, like someone got saved. Uh, and so, Mm. um, that was so awesome and that was so exciting. And then we got back with the whole team and actually two more people had gotten saved. So then there were three salvations that day and, uh, just some other cool things like God had answered some specific prayers and. Uh, it was just like, and even like when, when that moment was happening, the, the coming together moment of like, oh my goodness, like God's answered these prayers and like, there's three salvations. Like, Mm -hmm. this is amazing. Uh, it's like, I, I don't know how to express this, but maybe you'll, maybe you will know, or maybe (laughs) you'll know what I mean at least. Uh, it's like, I'm feeling like, I'm like rejoicing. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm excited. That's good. I know that's good. Still personally i'm having some weird feeling you know like burden still yeah yeah i guess like burden still um and so but i'm telling myself in my mind like this is great like god is glorified like there is fruit Mm -hmm. so uh it was it was just conflicting i guess uh it's like the way i'm feeling and what i know is true and also also the way i'm feeling i'm feeling two different ways (laughs) um and uh so anyway just uh, basically in that, um, something that, uh, God showed me and like reminded me of, uh, is, um, like that he was already glorified, that he was glorified Mm -hmm. in the obedience. And, uh, it is, yeah, it's great that we got to see fruit and that, um, and that's something beautiful about the body is that, you can see the harvest, even if you're not the one harvesting, (laughs) you can see like God giving the increase. Uh, And so it was great that we had fruit and it was great that, um, that we had these specific things to rejoice in, but we could rejoice that God was glorified anyway, even, or well, for me personally, everyone else was doing okay. Uh, (laughs) But for me personally, that I could rejoice anyway, because God was glorified just in my obedience. um, And I didn't have to, I didn't have to feel so discouraged by that. Yeah. Um, and something, uh, later I was looking back on my quiet time, yeah. uh, from that day and it's really neat cause this was in my quiet time that day. And, um, one of the things specifically like with the rejection, some of it was just like, uh, some of it is like just your flesh. It's like, I don't want to be rejected yes. <laughs> and, um, and you know, then insecurity and whatever. And some of it's like the spirits grieved that like, this is, this is the state of people. Right. Um, but even some of it, um, like some of the people that at first would talk and then we're done, uh, like multiple people that day specifically were like, uh, what you're talking about sounds like religion. I don't want that. Mm, um, a little hostile towards it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, it was like, uh, am I not communicating well? Like I'm trying to communicate that like, God loves you and that Jesus died for you and like you're here in religion yeah yeah I want you to have a relationship with him yeah and um they're like it's the same thing yeah yeah so uh this was something in my quiet time that day that was just sweet uh looking back on it 
um, and would have been helpful for me if I would have been remembering it that day. Right. Uh, but it's First Peter 4.14, and um, it says, If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the Spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. And it's not like we were in any kind of persecution, really. Right. Um, but just the end of that verse of, like, on their part he's evil spoken of, but on your part he's glorified. Yeah. And even if people aren't understanding or receiving, uh, even if they won't have a conversation, uh, it's like um, God is glorified in our obedience. And, uh, and I think in that specifically, like, he's evil spoken of. Like, they're not even seeing him for what he is um and he's being evil spoken of uh they feel like this is you know some man-made thing uh but that god is glorified in our obedience um and we should we should be diligent uh to to share the gospel in the best way yeah (laughs) um but we can trust that just in our obedience he's glorified um that's and that is what he wants us to do yeah um so anyway that was just something that god encouraged me with um that day specifically yeah i think it is hard to put yourself out there to kind of get out of your comfort zone because it is like a murder to the flesh in Mm -hmm. in those ways and i do agree that it's like you still are grieved i don't know about you like for me i'm still grieved for the people who are rejecting jesus simply because like their life would be so much better Mm -hmm. and obviously eternal life too but you know what I mean like even just here on earth um but I think a lot of times if I'm talking to somebody directly and it's a hostile response or something like that it's really for me my flesh that is uncomfortable more than me grieving their soul honestly Mm -hmm. no yeah probably no 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 I agree for me yeah no I agree completely I think the that was that was the overarching it's like there are multiple right. layers no uh but the overarching is like personally i'm feeling hurt yes. <laughs> personally yeah. i'm feeling you know like uh rejected and insecure and whatever and like there is the truth in that of really what you're what you're rejecting is christ uh and really uh the truth is like i do have the holy spirit and the spirit is grieved for that but like we know I the agree. truth of everything, but also right, our flesh right, has response. Right, right. Yeah. The way I'm feeling is has a lot to do with me. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting because in my quiet time, like I just got finished reading the prophet books, mm. and you know sometimes it's like those books are great, but kind of like repetitive in nature. You know what I mean? Because they're mm. going and they're prophesying and they're like Israel, like repent and then like okay, judgment and whatever. Um, and anyways, and so now I'm in Matthew in uh, chapter five. So this is uh, the Sermon on the Mount. And it says uh, in verse 11, blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you um and so it just made me think about like i just read all those prophet books and Mm -hmm. the response of the people to them um and so that happened to the people that god sent and obviously Mm -hmm. it happened to jesus Mm -hmm. you know um but he still did it for the father's sake Mm -hmm. um and still wrestled with what the flesh wanted and was hard because, I mean, even the prophets were like, man, this sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like this. This is yeah. unenjoyable. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Zero out of ten stars. But, like, um, but even just with Jonah, who went to Nineveh, even though mm-hmm. he didn't really want to, 
and God used him there and they all repented, you mm-hmm. know? And anyway, so then in verse 13, um, ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thence for good for nothing, but be uh, to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill and cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on the candlestick and giveth light into all the house in the house um so just thinking about like what you're saying being obedient you know we we know in the bible from all the examples like men are going to reject and sometimes men will accept and it doesn't Mm -hmm. really matter we just do what god tells us to do and we Mm -hmm. shine the light that's within us and then we die to our flesh every Mm -hmm. day and that is it is (laughs) an emotional roller coaster i think it can be really um, you can let it discourage you and mm-hmm. make you decide, I never want to do that again. <laughs> or you can just be like, yeah, well, God told me to, so I'm going to. Mm-hmm. So I just think that it's great because I know that's not the only time you've, you know, shared the gospel with other people on the, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just on this trip, like you, like your lifestyle tells about it. Well, thanks. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, I think that's the thing is like, sometimes, sometimes, uh, maybe, and it's true, like, with sharing the gospel, with ministry, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, there are times that we're just feeling it more. Right, right. <laughs> um, and so I think going back to truth and saying, like, okay, what is true here? Yeah. The truth is God is glorified. The truth is God does love them, uh, and they do need to hear it. And if they don't want to, that's okay. But we'll keep looking for someone who is. Right. <laughs> we're, we're not just done. Yeah. Um I think it's neat, too, like, God is so many layers, so many layers. He's, like, working in all sorts of ways. It's never just one way. You know, obviously, it's, like, for people's um, salvation and mm-hmm. their souls or planting mm-hmm. a seed or whatever this is. But I was listening to a sermon by Alan Shelby recently, mm-hmm. and um, he was just talking about how uh, we're sh- we can only be strengthened when we're met with resistance. So God will allow Mm -hmm. Satan to do, you know, certain things or whatever so that we get that resistance Mm -hmm. so that we are strengthened. So even in these rejections, it's like we're still, you know, Mm -hmm. God's still using us to plant seeds or do whatever. But then also, like, he never wastes anything, Mm -hmm. you know. So even for us, he's still strengthening us and growing us and all that kind of stuff. I think that's very, very nice of him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is so cool. God in his, in his, manifold wisdom and power that he's uh that he's working all the things Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and so that it is like okay well they're getting that and i'm getting this and god's growing me in this way and um yeah yeah it's neat it's really thankful okay well i'm very glad you're back and thank you for sharing all the things with with me and with the people listening yeah you got anything else you want to share no no i don't think so but thanks for having me and uh yeah i'm thankful i got to be here and kind of share uh how i started walking with the lord and uh then also just sharing about the trip and um and i don't know it's it's uh talking about walking with the lord is like there's so many things i could say or i don't really know (laughs) right um how many things do you want to (laughs) know yeah yeah so anyway it's good uh and i'm thankful and well i love you (laughs) i love you and i appreciate it and i always feel like um i probably learn a lot more from you than you realize like honestly so thank you for sharing i love you so much